0: Good afternoon. Today we are so blessed to have our fifth and final episode of this series in the Harmonious Marriage Podcast. We are so grateful to our sponsors in honor of their parents' 45-year wedding anniversary, Dennis and Michelle Cohen. Their Hebrew names are Leib Ben Benzion and Michelle Gittel Bat Leib, and this is sponsored by their son David and Meekin Cohen in honor of the 45th year of marriage. Mazel Tov, may this year bring you Hatzlacha and Bracha in every part of your life. May you only know good things, and may your beautiful granddaughter Rachela bring you a lot of Nachas, a lot of Yiddish Hasidish, and Nachas, and may all of your family be blessed with full health, long life, and happiness. Today we're going to talk about uh, how to process a situation which is a difficult incident in the marriage. So for example, when there's a regrettable incident, and we're going to use the work of John Gottman, the world's most famous couples researcher. He was able to tell with 95, 96% accuracy, whether couples can stay together within five years. And today we're listening to the podcast sponsored by someone's family member, who had 45 golden, beautiful years. May we learn from them. The most important thing we need to know is that as soon as someone feels seen, which is what they really want, they melt. That's all people are really asking for, for their partners to notice and see and hear them. And in the midst of a wonderful day, sometimes things can come up that flood or trigger one of the spouses. So we're going to talk about the regrettable incident and how to repair when there was a difficult difficult situation between husband and wife. So the first thing we have to talk about is the four steps in the regrettable incident. When something happens that is not exactly in the way you appreciated, one must share how they felt from their reality, describing your reality. I felt hurt when you forgot to pick me up on time. I felt ignored when you played Candy Crush or whatever feeling you have rather than describing the other person's personality or quality, you describe your own reality. And this reality is so important because once the partner understands your reality and sees it from your perspective and understands the triggers that you're experiencing or the memories that are brought back when a similar incident may have occurred earlier and caused an escalation, then they can understand from a place of empathy why you reacted in such a way. It is so important to be validated by your spouse when something goes wrong and to be told that they understand why you're feeling that way and that there might be things or stuff from previous history But taking responsibility, actually acknowledging your own role in contributing to the regrettable incident is so important. And of course, if we take responsibility of our side of the road, it's a great modeling for our spouse to take responsibility for their side of the road. And if they would say something like, given where you're coming from, it makes sense you would see it this way, that validation would be able to make their partner feel so understood. It's so important to take responsibility for your side of the equation. And it's okay if you don't agree, but given what they know now, what you've explained, it will make it be more realistic or more understood. And given where we are, the person may have felt it was processed or not. So if it wasn't processed properly, they can revisit it. Then comes the apology. And the apology is so important because it's got to be from a place where the apology is made in a way that your par- your partner feels that you understand what has happened and that you're really accepting responsibility not to do it again. The question is then, do you accept your partner's apology? If a partner isn't accepting the partner's apology just yet, it means it has not been processed. So they can ask, What are you needing to hear in order to accept my apology? Well, you didn't apologize for that insulting thing that was said to me. And I really need to hear an apology for that. What would you like to do here? I would like to apologize. Something like that dialogue would be so helpful. So one of the struggles with couples is that most couples don't really process regrettable incidents and they just push it away until it sits and festers inside, and it could be things from many years ago or just last week. But in order to process it and go through these steps, you actually are able to deal with it and move on and forget about it. So this is something you can do at home. How are you feeling after you process the incident? And see if you're feeling like it was processed properly. And if the issue is feeling better, it's so important to try and stay in the upper road in the relationship. Staying in the upper road of the relationship means that you're taking responsibility for your part in the regrettable incident. Now, we talked about last week, when well, we want our partner to be connected and they may or may not be giving us the real connection that we need at this time. We have to make sure that our partner is also being connected to themselves. And sometimes in order for them to be connected to us, they need to be connected to themselves and they need a little bit of space to understand what they need. If we give them that space, they'll love us forever. It is very hard to hear when they say something provocative and difficult. But it's so important to not get defensive, but to make it into a friendly conversation, a friendly conflict so that you can understand the authentic truth rather than getting combative. You could say, when you treat me like that, I feel you don't respect me. Is that true? And you're asking them the question. By asking them the question, they have the choice to respond in the way that is really true rather than what's going on in your head. Rather than feeling disrespected or shame, you're bringing the relationship into truth. When you spoke to me like that, I felt very disrespected. Is that true? Do you disrespect me? Or if usually they are more of a respectful person, you're bringing their relationship into truth. You're asking them to tell you what is really going on. You tell me what you're really feeling. And by putting the bull back into their part, they own their feeling rather than you presuming you know what they're thinking. And that way the other person has to hold space for our reality. So talking about connection and talking about feeling heard and understood, it's so important for couples to spend time together in a light way, in a fun way, whether going for a walk, exercising together, having a tea together, going to arcades together. It's so important to nurture the fun side and remember why we fell in love so that we don't have these regrettable incidents. And if they do happen, which is a normal thing to happen in every healthy marriage, we can repair it very, very quickly. And that is how we can have more harmonious marriages by actually processing what happened, taking responsibility and understanding why the our, our spouse reacted the way they did, especially when there is a very, very out of character response to a situation. So in saying that, we have to remember Erev Shabbos is a tricky time. Erev Shabbos, the Torah tells us we must speak to each other balasha and raka with a soft, gentle tone, because that's a time when things get really hot in the kitchen, mind the pun, and there is a deadline coming, Shabbos is coming, and we have to be ready, and everyone's a little bit more on edge. So a good idea would be to perhaps have a rest that day, do something nice for yourself, some self-care, or even the couple going for a short walk around the block, play loud music in the kitchen, or bring that beautiful Shabbos atmosphere into the family by having the table set and you putting up your feet. And already that will bring that Shabbos atmosphere into the house. So Balashon Raka, let's remember to speak gently and with a nice tone, especially when things are heating up with the Arab Shabbos. Urgency, the timing, getting everything done before Shabbos candles. And that also applies to, I would say, before a bar mitzvah, a wedding, or any special time when there's a deadline coming, we have to make sure to keep our relationship intact so that we can come to the special occasion in the best place. I want to wish everyone a good Shabbos. And thank you so much for following us. You can hear more about this on the podcast series. There are four other sessions. This is our fifth and final one for this series. If you have any questions, you can contact me on alttaus613 at gmail.com. That's A-L-T-H-A-U-S 613 at gmail.com. Make sure to take advantage of our early bird special before the 2023 year so that you can save on your counseling sessions. Contact me now for a free 30-minute consultation. Have a great job and thank you to our sponsors.